Hi, and welcome to Soul Powerful Parables, stories of rhyme, reason, and God's truth. I'm your host, Dana Buck. Thanks for listening. And if you like the story, please consider subscribing and give us a five-star rating where you enjoy your podcasts. It really helps us. We'd also love to hear from you, so contact us on Facebook at Soul Powerful Parables. Now, settle in, and let's have a story. The Widower Bird, a So Powerful Parable by Dana Buck. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside of your father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Matthew 10, verse 29 through 31. God often reveals his great love for us in the simplest of ways. The Widower Bird, a so powerful parable by Dana Buck. Songs and sunlight fill the air this golden day in May, as my garden fairly bursts with robins, wrens, and jays. Everything is blooming, vibrant colors, verdant trees, All the blossoms overflow with hummingbirds and bees. Amidst this spring explosion, something catches my attention, and what it gently teaches me, I feel compelled to mention. Over by a leafy oak sunk deep within the ground stands a sturdy metal pole hued rusty red and brown. This pipe supports a treasured thing residing at its top, an aging handmade birdhouse given to me by my pop. Constructed like a cabin with a pitched and shingled roof, mitered seams cut expertly stay snug and waterproof. Mounted on a platform fixed and anchored by its nailing, it even has a little porch complete with tiny railing. For many years it's rested at this modest elevation, hosted countless birds and sheltered each new generation. The past few growing seasons saw the nesting tenants narrowed to a brightly singing mated pair of lovely English sparrows. Mother bird would build the nest while father sang a song, letting all their rivals know that they should move along. It came to where I'd look for them each new unfolding spring, running to the back door when I first would hear them sing. Like welcoming returning friends, I'd wave and whistle back, finding comfort somehow in this oft-repeated act. They had come to represent the elegance of life, and I had come to cherish Mr. Sparrow and his wife. This year, I stand in puzzlement behind my window screen, disconcerted for my birds are nowhere to be seen. They are late arriving. I anticipate their song, Could those two be nesting over someone else's lawn? Putting on my gardening hat with wide and shady brim, I gather up my outdoor tools to cut and weed and trim. Lost in my enjoyment of the soil rich and black, I think I hear familiar singing up and in the back. 
Moving quickly to a place where I can see up high, my heart delights within me when the father bird I spy. There he sits upon the porch, just as he has before. I crane my neck to see if mother works inside the door. Within there is no movement, and then I notice on the breeze the song sung by the father sounds so different through the trees. Low and long and mournful does his anthem stop and start, as if the very notes themselves ring from a broken heart. Overcome, I lean upon the steps to watch and wait, listening to the melody sung to an absent mate. No glad reply, no blessed return, no flash of breast or wing, no hint or sign or homecoming, yet still he sits and sings. I find myself with glistening eyes and grasp the painful fact he's calling to his only love who will never answer back. Morning turns to afternoon, and still he plies his tune, singing even as the sun surrendered to the moon. Day by day he tarried there, I'd hear his melody, stirring up a nagging sadness deep inside of me. Until I felt a notion, inspiration had begun. I thought about a scripture I had read when I was young. Gathering my Bible from its place upon a shelf, I searched until I found it, then I read it to myself. Are not sparrows plain and common, known and living everywhere? Yet none falls to the ground outside your father's knowing care. So do not be afraid, for if a sparrow's fall he sees, don't you know, my precious one, you're worth much more than these. Suddenly my somber thoughts and gloom began to cease. I feel myself uplifted with a growing sense of peace. Humbled and so honored to have wondrously been shown that God will use the simplest things to make his presence known. As if to seal this sacred truth, I listened to the song, reminded just how loved I am and where my heart belongs. Moving to the sliding door, I open it a crack, looking to the birdhouse as I step out in the back. The widower stops singing, seems to pause and feel the breeze, listening to the rustle of the green and growing leaves. Somehow, I know he's finished, his select and healing song, and with one final note, he spreads his wings and he is gone. I will long remember all the joy those birds have brought me, and even more the lesson that the Father's singing taught me. Love is where you find it, and you find it everywhere, when you know the one who has the sparrows in his care. Oh yes, my little birdhouse, that small cabin on a pole, it's hosting one more blessing, one more treasure to console. I just this afternoon discovered new and lovely guests a little pair of linnets are assembling a nest. I tarry at the window in the presence of my king, smiling at his faithfulness, and listen to them sing. The Widower Bird is based on a true story from my brother Keith's backyard garden. Recently, I was visiting them when my sister-in-law, Linda, 
pointed out a sparrow that day after day sat on the porch of the birdhouse that my dad had made and given to them. She suggested that I write about the little bird and this story is the result. There's one other piece of this story, however, that I think needs telling. My dad had also made and given one of his birdhouses to my wife and I. He put such care into them. They were little log cabins with roofs covered in tiny shingles that he had cut by hand. They had windows, a chimney, and yes, a porch and railing. We couldn't bring ourselves to put it out in the weather, so we set it on our fireplace hearth, where it still sits today. My brother, however, mounted his on a tall pole and set it out for the birds to use. After many years in the backyard, it was looking quite the worse for wear. My brother mentioned to me how he wished he had kept it indoors where it would have stayed nice and out of the elements. But you know what? I think he made the right choice. The birdhouse is emblematic of my father's love. He never held it back. It was out there for us to enjoy and derive life from. Sometimes it might grow a little ragged from use, but you always knew that in his affections you were safe and warm and loved. He set such a wonderful example for his family, and I'm challenged every day to bring honor to his memory. Keith, you did the right thing. Dad would approve. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. The Widower Bird was written and narrated by Dana Buck. Devotional Thoughts were narrated by Kim Pratt, and this episode was produced by Beneath Blue Skies Productions. So Powerful Parables is a ministry of So Powerful, a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering women and girls and combating extreme poverty in the African country of Zambia. To find out more, visit our website at sopowerful.org. Also, check out our books, So Powerful Parables and We Are So Powerful, both available on Amazon. All proceeds from the sale of these books go to support the work of our ministry. And finally, check out our other podcast, The So Powerful Podcast, featuring interviews with those who have been touched by this special organization. Until next time, May your life always be filled with beautiful rhymes.